0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to Put Your Belts on America. Uh, today is episode three, and is another. Cur- it is our first current event topic, and the topic is, quote, not my president, unquote. Uh, I have no idea what this means, so I'm very interested to look at it. Uh, my name is Nathaniel Adams, and today I have with me A.J. Price and Brendan Kirby. A.J., how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank great you, Nathaniel. Great to hear. Brendan, how are you? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. All right, so what are we talking about today?
1: Ever since Trump was elected... We've heard the slogan, not my president. Yeah. And what that's referring to is it's a group of people who don't want to accept Trump as the leader of their country. And what's interesting is this slogan, this motto started uh, well before Trump, back when George W. Bush was president. People made stickers, they made t-shirts, they made bumper tags uh, of George W. Bush's face saying, this is not my president. Um And then you fast forward to today, and and nothing's changed. People do not want to accept the fact that Trump is the president of the United Mm -hmm. States. So what I want to look at today is how do we approach that? How do we not only feel about Trump for ourselves, but how do we talk about Trump to others? Mm -hmm. Just think about it. There are plenty of people who would hear that we're Christians and assume we support Trump. We're 100% on board with conservatives. We hate liberals, you know, but things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, so how do we approach this people? Uh, and Brandon, you, you tell me what you think.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, God has a lot to say about this, uh, about respecting the authority, and it doesn't just include the president. It involves all uh, leadership. Uh, uh, beginning in Romans 13, it says, Every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and whose which exists are, exec- are established by God. For it is a minister of God, an avenger who brings wrath on the one who practices evil. Therefore, it is necessary to be in subjection, not only because of wrath, but also for conscience sake. For because of this, also pay taxes. The rulers are servants of God, devoting themselves to this very thing, rendering to all what is due to them taxes to whom taxes due, customs to whom customs are due, fear to whom fear, and honor to whom is honored. So we see here. God is telling us that, you know, we have to respect the authority, not because anything that we've done or who that person is, but because God has put them in that position for a reason.
1: Yeah, for a specific purpose. Yeah. They're, they're there to rule over us. They're there to uh, cast judgment on those who deserve judgment. Those who break the law, they have to be punished. Mm-hmm. That's way back from the beginning. Oh, yeah. That's the way it's been. Uh, and that holds true today. I, I brought an article that I wanted to just reference because this article reflects the mindset of today's you know, feeling towards the president. The idea yeah. that this is not my president. Because he's not my president, this is how I'm gonna react. And supposedly this is written from a Christian point of view. But I, I wanna just read just a section from it just to give an idea uh, of what it's talking about. The title of the article is called White Christian Friend, I Hear Your Silence. <laughs> Um, and while we're totally going to ignore the fact that he called out the white Christian, yeah. but really what he's saying is Christians are being silent yeah. And he starts off by saying silence can be far more brutal weapon in doing them da- in doing others damage. White Christian friend, I want you to know that I hear yours right now. I've heard it since November 9 2016 actually. Since that day I've witnessed your steady and staggering lack of volume while the world has been turned upside down for so many people. Now, he goes on to talk about refugee families. He talks about ICE. He talks about how the president is affecting all these things Mm -hmm. and how he's doing a poor job, right? Yeah. Um, And while we can agree right now, before we even go further, we can agree we don't agree with everything Trump does. Uh, We we don't agree with the way he handles certain things. Mm -hmm. Um, But whether we agree or not, he's our president. Right. Yeah. I mean I think a
2: lot of people what they don't like is that they had someone else that they wanted as president and they they really thought that, that president or that person was going to be the president and then all of a sudden Donald Trump came in and he kind of had a whole different, you know, platform. He did, you know, kind of things that were not common. He wasn't and, a politician. No, he wasn't a politician. Right. And so the way he handled himself and the way he handled things were different and people they didn't like the way he did. And then also they they were on this, you know, the track of trying to have, you know, Hillary Clinton as the first woman president. And so it came as a shock whenever, sure. you know, Donald Trump won. And so as as that came out and then that they realized that she lost, you know, they just went ballistic. It's like they just, they got their feelings hurt.
1: I think everybody went ballistic. Yeah. Whether you, you voted for Trump <laughs> yeah. or not, I think everybody was surprised. Yeah. But what we're talking about today is, we're not so in support of Trump that it trumps what Christ and God says and what we see is that no matter if Obama, George W. Bush, Trump, Hillary Clinton, even Bernie, Mm -hmm. no matter who is in the office, God has put them there and we're to respect them as a person being put in a specific place by God. Oh yeah
2: and I think you know Right now, I think it's easy for Christians to say that because, you know, we have that view that I think kind of aligns with Donald Trump's point of view. I'll agree that probably for a lot of us Christians, you know, beginning in 2008 through the Obama era, it was kind of difficult at times to have that respect for the authority. And, you know,
1: there probably were Christians that spoke out very and, ably against— you mind if I ask why that is? Is it, is it more, in your opinion— um, because of what obama did specifically to you or was it more just you know maybe his policy or, or the the things that he supported that yeah. you might not it's more that right yeah. i think like for for most christians we were really opposed
2: to obama because of the way he was leading our country toward even further into immorality you know with having you know homosexual marriages being uh, established in our core systems uh and then also, you know, policy-wise, you know, I think a lot of us, you know, we have kind of our policies that right, we like, and right. he opposed, he was opposed to those things, and so uh, there were those who, you know, kind of lashed out in an inappropriate way. But then we also see that there were there were a lot that, you know, Christians that they didn't agree with, but you know, they they did keep silent somewhat, uh, and, and I think that's because. You know, for us as Christians, we, we know that no matter who our president is that God's in control and that that person's in there for a reason.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, the way we're told to act by the world is that we should be totally opposed. But what yeah. I noticed as you were reading uh, Romans 13, there was never a place that said you're going to agree with everything that this person in government does. Oh. Or whoever's put into government positions are going to be all about serving God. That's not what it says. It says they're put there to bring out justice yeah. upon a country that they're ruling over. Uh, and God does put them there. I fully believe that. It doesn't mean that we're always going to agree with them, but it means that they're above us. They're right. in authority. And we should respect and honor for that. Um, I, I did want to read one more section of this article um, because this is kind of the mindset uh, of, like I said, those in the world of how we as Christians should react to Trump being in, in office. Yeah. Um, and if I can find it here, it, it basically gets to the sense that we shouldn't be quiet, obviously. Mm-hmm. He can hear our silence, yeah. is what the author's saying. We shouldn't be quiet. We should be going out, r- rising up in the streets, flipping over tables. He, he, he quotes uh, a lot of things that Jesus has seen doing. Yeah. He, he says, because if all this is true, referring to we're against... You know, evil, he says, then right now you should be the loudest voices, the one screaming from the rooftops, the one flipping over tables, the one braving the slings and arrows of the bigots and the predators and the moneylenders and the bullies. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously what he's referencing is Jesus going into the yeah. temple and flipping over tables. Um, I, I don't see the correlation, oh, but, yeah. but either way, I don't see in the Bible where it says we're to rise up against our government. What, what you've just read shows us that we're to be in submission. We're to submit ourselves. Yeah. I mean, you go back to the Old Testament. There
2: were, it seemed like every other king was a evil ruler. But we never read that the Israelites themselves tried to overthrow that government. They, if they ever did it, it was because what God said, God told them to do it. And so we see that even in the worst presidents or kings in the Old Testament that, you know, they were under submission. They respected their authority. You go back to, you know, early Christian days where, where King Nero was in reign. You know, Christians, they were being persecuted. They are being killed. But we never read of any Christians trying to rise up and trying to overthrow the king. Right. right. And, and so I, I think no matter, no, no matter what the president doing, as long as he is not taking away any religious freedom, as long as he's not going anything against God and forcing it upon us, we're called to be respectful to that person.
1: Right, right. I think that's exactly yeah. right. Um, and it's funny, you bring up the idea of Nero in and, First and Peter 2. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter talks about submitting to the government, yeah. submitting to kings, honoring the king. And, and he's saying this during a time where Nero is killing yeah. Christians. He, he's burning them at the stake. He's killing them in ways that most of our country would just be oh, yeah. thrown off completely by. I mean, these were evil... Um, ways of killing people. And yet Peter says, you follow them. You submit to them because they've been put there by God. And there's some reason they've been put there. Yeah. Uh, so so tell me this. What does it look like to honor the king, to respect uh, authority, in your opinion?
2: As far as us as Christians, respecting the authority that we've been given, it it doesn't necessarily mean that we to just bow down to them but it means that we are to talk to them in a respectful manner. We are to realize that, you know, they're put there by God. And so that every decision that they make, as long as it doesn't go against God, that we are to follow. And that's
1: the key. Yeah. That's the key. It, it, it doesn't cross paths with what God has told us mm-hmm. to do. Uh, that's when we begin to um, go against man and, yeah. and, and the government is when they, they command to do sinful things, but we understand that we haven't been commanded by Trump or Obama to do sinful things. Now, they've allowed it, and it's allowed in our world, and we wish that it would not be, Um, but I've never been, you know, uh, forced to do anything. Now, there have been countries, and there are countries, and there might be countries in the future that do want to force their citizens to do certain things. And that's where we have to make a difficult difficult decision: Do I follow God or do I uh, obey this government? But but we're not talking about that because we don't really have that right now. No, uh, I think one of the probably the best examples is in the Old Testament when we uh,
2: see about uh, Daniel and you know early in in Daniel chapter one, I believe, where uh, Daniel, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you know. The king there, they told them that they had to eat certain food, and that they had to do these certain things, and, and it kind of went against them, and uh, the king also made them kind of bow down to them. Sure. And so they chose not to do that. They chose uh, to go a different route, but they did it in a respectful manner, and we see that that, you know, Daniel and those three, they went to uh, the servant there and told him what they wanted to do, and so they did that, and they saw that, you know, it was better that way. As far as from God and seeing that it was God's way
1: was better, I, so, I think that's an interesting example too. Yeah, because Nebuchadnezzar had them in a pretty high position for yeah. what most of the Jews were in. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had been given uh, an opportunity to, you know, learn from the king, if you yeah. will. Uh, but you know, he said, "You're going to pray to me. Mm-hmm. You're not going to pray the way you've normally been praying." We see Daniel uh, not do that. Yeah, what well, we see. The, the fiery furnace, why were they thrown in there? They didn't bow down to that yeah. statue that Nebuchadnezzar had made. Um, I think that's a great example. And it shows exactly when we are to yeah. not bow down. Uh, but also on the flip side, as we've been talking about, we are to honor and respect. I think Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they, they all did that. Yeah. Um, all right, so so moving on, let, Let's let's... Try to decide this it, what if we disagree personally not not as far as what scripture says yeah. it's wrong but what if we personally disagree with what the president says with the laws that he puts out there um how are we to handle it? How, how would you say i mean i think that i, I believe that we can have that freedom of where we disagree
2: you know of you know a policy or something that what uh the president or any kind of a government official Uh, makes or or his ideas, Uh, but we see that in Matthew 5 there in 38 and 42, and
1: A.J., if you'll read that. Yeah. Matthew 5, starting verse 38, Jesus says, You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but I tell you not to resist an evil person. But whoever slaps you on the right cheek, turn the other cheek to him also. If anyone wants to sue you and take away your tunic, let him give your cloak also, or give him your cloak also, and whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to him who asks you, and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. I, I, I think I've used this example a lot, and those of you who are listening who know me, you've probably heard me use it, but I love shooting, I, I like guns, um, which is also a heated thing debate okay. in this country whether we should have mm. guns or not, but um, I, I enjoy them. I, I think it's fun to get out and shoot and, and we do it all the time at oh, your yes. house. Yeah. We, we love getting groups together to shoot. If there ever comes a day where my government says you got to hand in your guns, I feel like I should. Yeah. A, a, personally, as a Christian, I feel mm. like I should hand in my guns. I, I could give you reasons why I wouldn't want to
2: Yeah.
1: because I, I want to protect my family. I want to protect my wife. Um, I, just recently, we had a couple from church who had their home broken into. Mm-hmm. And would it have not been for a gun to stop this man, it could have ended badly. Now, now every no one died, but yeah. someone did get shot. And in that situation, I'd want to have a gun, too, just to, oh, to yeah. stop. Uh, but with that said, if the government says you hand in your guns, uh, I don't see how that goes against God's law. Oh, no. I think the, the biggest
2: thing is we need to, no matter who the president is, and, and as long as the policy, again, don't go against God's will, that we respect him and we follow their commands, not because of who they are, because we love God, and because we know who God is and that God has put him there for a reason. Right. And so if we have that attitude that we understand who God is, that God's in control, and we love God then we're going to respect that person. We, we may disagree with their policy, but we're going to obey to them, and we're going to submit to them unless
1: it crosses the line. Right, right. I, I think what Jesus says in verse 41 is sometimes hard for us to yeah to apply, and that is whoever compels you to go one mile, you go with them too. Yeah. Uh, it's the idea that I'm going to go above and beyond. Yeah just so i can be pleasing to christ yeah. not even that i can be pleasing to that person yeah. who's compelling me to go one mile i ain't running one oh. mile unless i have to mm-hmm. if you, if christ tells me to run too he, i'm doing it for yeah. christ i have to do that um, and, and a lot of times we overlook that sometimes we just want to hit it right at, at what we've been told and not budge another inch but christ says you know we submit to these people and i think it applies perfectly to the government they, they tell us to live a certain way. We are to live that way, and we're to do the best we can in doing it Yeah. Uh, until, like we said, it crosses that line. Speaking of crossing that line, Matthew chapter 21, um, Jesus asks a question, uh, and it's not really a question that uh, would apply to us normally. However, what he's asking uh, those who are questioning his authority, I think we can apply it uh, In Matthew 21, verse 23, it says, Now when he came into the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people confronted him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? But Jesus answered and said to them, I also will ask you one thing, which if you tell me, I likewise will tell you what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, where was it from? From heaven or from men? And I'll stop there because we know they couldn't answer that question. Therefore, Jesus didn't tell them where his authority came from. But the fact that he he made them sit back and ask, who is this authority from? I I think that question can be uh, applied in our government today, especially when we're talking about crossing that line. Oh, yeah. Um, Is it from God or is it from man? Is it something that God would be pleased with or is it something God would not be pleased with?
2: Yeah, and I think for for us as Christians, we need to ask that question about any of government officials, because if they are doing something that is against God, we we need to speak out. But if they're not, then we have to respect that position, and we need to
1: follow them. Right, and, and we're going to talk about this in a second, but when when you say speaking out, it's not what this person who wrote this article oh, we no. read is, is talking about speaking out. We. We see so many people today riding in the streets, mm-hmm. causing an uproar to the, to the extent that there's violence. And yeah. we know that's not the way we're supposed to be. We're supposed to live quiet and peaceful lives as Christians. That's what we've been told. Um, but I agree we should speak out. And, and that goes along with our last point. I'll let you take that one over.
2: All right, so are we to, you know, what are we, how are we supposed to be when we disagree with our government and officials? Uh, are we to be vocal? Are we to... Uh, speak out against it, and I think uh, in First Timothy chapter two, there in the first three verses, it says, first of all, then I urge you that entreaties and prayers, petitions and thanksgivings be made on behalf of all men, for kings and all who are in authority, so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. This is good and acceptable and." Is good and acceptable in the right sight of God our Savior. And so we see that you know we're called to be live a quiet and tranquil life uh, but I do believe that we need to speak out and you know speak against that which goes against God's will especially from our government authorities.
1: Right and it's specifically to God is what yeah. he's saying here is that you know when, when something is happening uh, he says the first thing you should do is to go to God. Yeah go to God and we can make that point in so many different aspects of our life and it's no different from when we're, we're talking about our government. We, yeah. we should be praying for our government. We're, we should be praying that they make good decisions um, and we should be praying that they're healthy. We yeah. should be praying for you know good things for them um, because if we see them as a person who has been put there by God why wouldn't we want them to succeed? Yeah, And I think that's both on a physical and a spiritual level, what we should be teaching others. Yeah. Why, if I'm an American citizen, why would I want my president to fail? Oh. Like as much as I disagree with him, why would I want to go and spread rumors and mm-hmm. and, and cause things that make him look bad? That other countries looking from the outside looking in say, well, look at how they treat their own leader. Yeah. You know, and, and we don't we don't go into the church think for example how we're supposed to treat elders in our our congregations it says that we're to give them double honor because they've taken up an important role yeah and i think the president has taken up an important role you you look at the pictures of presidents when they get into the presidency and then when they leave and how much more rough they look it's a difficult position to be in and we should be praying for them we should hope that they succeed in everything because then we succeed
2: yeah and again, I, you know, there are times where, I don't know, hopefully it never comes to this, but, you know, say it, you know, either our local government or the federal government, you know, establishes a law that, you know, it goes against God. How are we to handle that? Uh, I think, you know, again, go back to Daniel, uh, Daniel chapter 1, there in verse 8, it says, But Daniel made up his mind that he would not defile himself with the king's choice of food, or with the wine which he drank. So he sought permission from the council, from the commander of the officials that he might not defile himself. And so he went to them in a very peaceful manner, in a very respectful manner, to ask them, you know, can I not do this? And, and I think that if that ever comes to a point that we need to have that approach. Now, obviously, we can't approach the president like that. It, it's an act of Congress just to get to the White House. Sure, but sure. Definitely, our local officials,
1: that, that's something that we could do there. And there in verse two, when he says to pray for kings and all those who are in authority, what's the purpose? The purpose is that we may live quiet yeah. and peaceful lives in godliness and in the sight of God our Savior. I am not to be that person who goes out in the street and mm-hmm. riots. No, uh, the the person in charge shouldn't have to do that. What I should do is hope that president or that congressman or that congresswoman or whoever, I hope, I hope they succeed. Yeah. And in doing so, I as a Christian can live the life that is pleasing to God. And we have that better than anybody in this world, okay. in the United States. We, we can serve God. We have the opportunity to meet when we've been told to meet mm-hmm. and shown to do uh, certain things. We can do them. Yeah. Uh, and we're blessed because of that. And we should continue to pray for those who are over us so that we can ten- we can continue doing that that. it needs to be in our prayers every night uh,
2: because we are uh, definitely blessed and it can definitely be taken away Uh, I do want to say this you know for us as Christians the way we act with our government especially now it can show people that we are different you know as God has called us to be different because if we're not out you know uh, riding in the street and that we are respectful of our president it causes people to look at us as being different and they might could you know, it could serve a good conversation for uh, talking about spiritual things. Right.
1: So, alright. Wrapping up. What, what what would you say is the most important thing we need to remember as we're around those, or we reheat of something, uh, where people are just completely upset, completely against our leader in this country? How, how do we how do we approach them? Real quick. I think we need to
2: approach them with a loving attitude and a respectful attitude, and and just, you know, show them and, and try to uh, convince them and tell them that this is God's plan. That God, they're in their position because God's put them there. And so and for that very reason that we need to respect their authority, no matter what it causes us to uh, go against like our beliefs
1: or or any you know, policy that we might have.
2: So,
1: yeah, I think that's exactly right. Um, Christians are told to be different. Our mindset is not supposed to be of this world. That's what Paul says in Romans 12. Um, And I just want to read one more verse as we're closing. Um, But in Acts chapter 4, verse 18, uh, Peter and Paul are are being told, or Peter and John, I'm sorry, are being told you can't be preaching Christ. So obviously this is a point where those who are in authority are are saying you can't do this, and it's not what God would have us to be doing. And it says in verse 18, they called them and commanded them to not speak or teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, you judge? For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. And as we wrap it up, I think that's what we have to understand is that there are going to be those who want to silence our opinion on these views as we're taking them from the Word of God how we feel about it um, and how we treat the president is one of those. They would like to silence it um, and while we're not going to be out in the streets riding, we are going to speak what is true and that is we respect our president. We respect our coming president whoever it might be in the next election and the following election. Um, we do that not because we, re- we, we think they're perfect people but because we know God has put them there for a specific purpose to rule over us. And if we can keep that in mind, then we can live those quiet and peaceful lives that uh, we should be living. And, and, you know, for us as Christians,
2: you know, the upcoming election is is upon us. And so I know a lot of people in the past election were very terrified of, you know, what the outcome could be. But we saw in our community there are a lot of prayer uh, services that were held specifically to pray for our government and pray that God would put the right person in It wasn't office. about
1: putting Trump in. No, it was it about was putting about, the right person. Yeah, exactly. And so
2: if you are scared, if you're a Christian and you're not kind of scared about this situation, all you got to do is pray to God and you know that God is going to put that person, the right person, in office. And so there's nothing that we need to worry about as long as, you know, we pray to God and we understand that God is in control of
0: a good lesson, guys, and appreciate you uh, going over that. That's another really, really good and very prevalent topic of discussion uh, throughout all of the Twitter universe, uh, as well as any social media or any media in general. So it's something that we should remember is, as a Christian, we should not handle these things the same way as anybody else would guidance on how to handle these things so we should use that guidance that was kind of outlined in this episode thank you for listening to this episode uh, episode 3 and so next time will be episode 4 where we're going to talk about the crucifixion and its significance